Although, again, uh, I have been uh, sick, uh, a little sore in my throat. Uh, and I thought I should get something uh, bad, a flu or something. Because um, the devil tried to hit me uh, with the coronavirus. Um, and I was outside and uh, I should uh, post a, a letter. And I'm new in this area, so I I uh, uh, tried to find. It was only one box in a big area and around many houses. And I tried to find out, but... I couldn't understand my GPS. I have, um, you know, um, the devil uh, pushed me out from a bus and uh, I was uh, drawing over. When, uh, when I lay on the, on the street after falling from the bus, a car came and drove over me and... Uh, and I uh, have hurt. Uh, I never. Uh, I didn't. I was not killed. People can't understand how I can't. Couldn't be killed because I was under a car. Um, but uh, that's uh, how how my guardian angels do. So I. So myself flying out from the bus, I was outside my body and so, and I saw my body flying, and I heard, heard people talking, about, laying, laying me on, on the side, and the, the guard, and it was the guardian angels that did that, so. I was not run over in that way. I, I maybe was only laying under the car with half of my body and not no wheels was going over me because they did this. I heard them saying that they should lay me on the side. And uh, when I wake up, I was sitting in water, I was sitting up and 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 the whole way, the whole time when we, uh, I was waiting for the ambulance to come, uh, and and it was forty minutes and uh, in that time I had no pain. I only wait for for the uh, ambulance and. Uh, my brain was going out and in, out and in, and and so I was away very much of that time. But I was sitting up; I was not laying on on the street, and it was very much people around me. And those Arabic boys that uh, pushed me out from the bus, they were sitting and and did a film and take picture of me with their phones and laughing about 
that I was sitting in the water, but I couldn't move uh, because uh, my shoulder was broken in three places. Did I come to know later and uh, my knee is crushed. So I, I can't walk. Uh, I can walk inside my home, but I can't walk outside for a long, long time because my brain was shaken of the accident. So suddenly my brain can, when I am walking, the brain can stop to function. So it doesn't, it doesn't have any legs. It's the brain is thinking so that I, there is no legs. So suddenly I can only fall. And so it's uh, scary to to be walking f uh, where I can't hold me. In in my home, can I hold me if I I fall? And um, so I have got a, a scooter um, for a disabled scooter, not a wheelchair, but a, a scooter that I can drive around with. And I have never had a drive license for for any car. So I'm very happy to have this. So those with the accident, this with the accident, it was terrible because it took a long time before I was healed and I have much pain after when I come home, uh, being in my home, but I was not uh, in pain when I sit on the street. And, but then I w had about three weeks, uh, I couldn't lay down. I have to sit in the chair and sleep. And that was very hard because my leg was bad also. So I was swollen, my legs were swollen uh, when I sit up and, and sleep. And, and so, uh, I was out uh, and driving around for to find this post box. This uh, good with a bad thing was that also that I moved to much 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 better home because I was disabled now, so I got a very very good apartment on the ground with a, and I have a garden. Also, a small garden that I can can grow. Uh, I grow uh, greens and and flowers. And very nice in the summer to sit outside in my garden. And uh, so, when I was driving around, I couldn't understand my GPS. Uh, and. Uh, I was stop and then I come a woman and she was about five meters from me. So I was screaming to her and I asked her if she knew a postbox, a mailbox in this area. 
And then she come. Directly, immediately she come. Up in my face. And, uh, and look uh, down in my phone where I have my GPS. And, uh, and I feel very uncomfortable. Because uh, I don't, it don't want to be sick, and I, my brain will never, never take it. Even if I survive the corona virus, but the corona virus hit the the brain very much, so my brain is already damaged. So. I don't think I can take a coronavirus. So I have to be very, very, very careful when I'm out. So, and after three days, uh, suddenly when I was talking in my podcast, uh, on my Swedish podcast, suddenly my, my... voice going down and then I had pain in my throat so she was the only one that I met I have met uh, for maybe two weeks and so that's uh, she gave me something and maybe it should have been more worse but I am protected. I can't take a, a corona damage in my brain. So it's very, it's so scaring that that I'm targeting the target for the devil to kill me. And, and it have been many times now. I have been to the hospital uh, three times uh, for uh, for two years ago, 2019, in, uh, in the spring. I was going to emergency room three times and was laying in the hospital three times uh, because I was hit by the devil uh, and trying to make uh, make me be sick and die. So I, I had a breed of cats and I had dogs also and I have to to sell sell all my pets and it was very sad but I couldn't have them anymore because I I had been to the hospital three times and and my I have no one that take care of my home when I am I'm sick so that told me it was God telling me that it was time to to be on my own and now I can be in the hospital without thinking what's happened at home 
I have some flowers and plants, but they, that can I buy back again. So I'm not worried in that way to be in a hospital for some days. In the spring 2019, I, the longest I was was in 10 days. I had a, some kind of inflammation, they say. I had inflammation. I had uh, this uh, blood poison. Um, and they didn't know how I could get it. So uh, I had every... Every evening when I go to bed, I, I talking about Jesus' blood is going through my veins and clean up from every evil things, uh, toxic, poison things that can be inside my body. And I say that I be, my, my brother Jesus, he. His blood is in my veins, and it is some, some way, very truth uh, that the DNA is close to Jesus. So, so but uh, I learn it, and and in a surprising way, I learn it from from the devil. To. It's not strange for me, as a, as I have a, a study psychology, that uh, those um, serial killer, those not those terrorist style, those uh, serial killer, that uh, the police can't find, and. Uh, and uh, many of them give give the police hints, uh, write letters. Uh, they they want to be that the police should take them. That's what what their goal is. Uh, because they it's be like frustrated over that the police never is coming. They want attention and when they be in cold case then they must do something to make the police start again because that's attention they want and uh, that's the same with the devil the the, the devil uh, he want to be my friend he want to be close to me because he want me to kill him and uh, I'm on my way to do it but in the same way he tried to escape me also so it's like um, hate love from him and uh, and my mission is to kill the devil uh, but he he want to play this play with me uh, love hate and um, so uh, that's what happened now and I have to wait a little till till my 
throat was better, I'd be healed. And um, so I going back to talk about Portsmouth in Virginia. Uh, I was homeless most of the time and um, I got some small job. But uh, as I, I had no work permit, I couldn't uh, work for a long time because then suddenly they want to see uh, my work permit and I didn't have. So I have to, to quit the job. Um, and then also the, I got those jobs that uh, in the United States, there are many, I don't say everyone, but it's very often that they don't know economy. They are very bad in economy. So they don't... Uh, now I have been with black people, and uh, they, uh, but it's also with the white people, because they, they, they don't look for, a st- they don't store for the future. They, many have no bank account, like here in Sweden. Everyone, it should be very strange if someone don't have a bank account. But in the United States, they only carry their money in the pocket and not have it on the bank. Those uh, those people on the lower level in the society. Um, so I lose my job. I get job, but but then um, those uh, manager for the company they they lost their contract <coughs> with a big uh, company, so so we had to go, and um, and I was. Uh, but um, in the year 2002, my daughter wanted to come and visit me in the United States. And I didn't know how to do it because I was homeless. And I couldn't have her. I didn't, didn't want her to lay in a, in a shelter. So... I was wondering how I should do it. But then I was together with a man that was a deacon in the church. And we he found a house for us. And uh, a small, like a garage. Um, very bad. <laughs> no one should live. Could, uh, no one lives in that that kind of a house here in Sweden. And, but um, um, I was in that church and he was a deacon and we were together. It was a small church. But then 
then it suddenly I find out that they did the church for to get money to make drugs and uh, and the church have given me uh, and ten other people uh, a job because we should give them money in what we are working for. Those uh, men in the church, they didn't work. They do drugs. and uh, But we didn't, uh, I at least didn't know. Those other maybe knew it. And uh, we were working in, in the night at uh, Lily Vernon in Virginia Beach. And it was far away from Portsmouth. Um, and we, but they come sometimes and, and get us from the church. But uh, many times we have to go with the bus back home because they never come and get us. So in the morning and uh, and um, that, and then the, uh, this man Dacon. Very holy person, uh, and when I was working in the night, he have a, a rave party in in our home, and I didn't know anything about drugs. I was so stupid. I didn't know anything. I work against against the drugs. Because I work with psychology in Sweden and uh, about uh, to fight against drugs. And now I, I was with people that do drugs. And um, for example, uh, it was sm slim uh, candy holders in my home that we have got. And I don't understood where they were gone, but uh, I know it today that they were smoking, smoking in those slim uh, like pipes of the candy holders. And then on, we have a television with antenna and the, the antenna goes shorter, 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 shorter. And I didn't understood. And one day it was a woman outside our house and she was laying in the grass and say oh I dropped the crystal I dropped my crystal and I was uh, looking around in the grass and I was looking for uh, the earring <laughs> I thought it was the earring she was talking about but today I know it was was drugs so I didn't understood and um, so those other people knew it. So they say, say to me that they do drugs in your home. And um, so one day, yes, I took out all his belongings and say that you have to leave here. It's over. We break up here. So... 
he was out and I have a home. And it was only about two weeks before my daughter should, should come and visit me. And I had a house for us. The only place I had in the United States. And uh, I had that house uh, the, the day, the morning when she should go to the airport uh, back to Sweden. I lost the house. So it was just only for her that I got this place. She was with me in three, three weeks. And I have that house in three weeks. I had pay for, for the rent. But uh, when my daughter uh, was, I couldn't pay the bill, uh, the rent anymore. And so, and then um, someone on, uh, on my neighbors, they helped. They helped me to get water without paying for the water. And, uh, and uh, it was this that I, I, I got and got the new knowledge from God that I didn't understand. But I said to my daughter that it's best that we, we, we take some boxes, uh, buckets uh, to have water in uh, so, so you have water so you can uh, wash your hair and do you nice before you are going to the airport and, uh, and in the morning uh, we have no water in the house but we have the water that we have stored up so she could do it. And then I didn't know how to take her to the airport. But uh, I walk in faith. In, uh, and um, I, go, I go to a church. I have been to a church for, for some Sundays. And a Methodist church, and um, there was a church that was most white people. And a man say that he should, uh, even if it was uh, in the service time, he say he should drive my daughter to the airport. So I got a person to could drive my daughter to the airport and uh, she had she had uh, she w was walking with me to uh, those uh, homeless center to pick up things that people have given away donations uh, places and uh, my daughter uh, my daughter took so many books. She loves uh, books. She loved to read. And she has so much in her suitcases. So they couldn't even, we couldn't even close the, 
the suitcases. We have to take rope around it. And when and I say never ever that you can take bring it to on the airplane. But she is like that that she she don't listen. She stubborn. So she's she wanted to take everything anyway. And uh, when we come to the airport, uh, we never thought she come go through it. But it was like nothing. It was like someone hold hold the eyes on her, like angels. Because we didn't need to pay for it. They say, they laugh at my daughter that she has so many books in the suitcases. So that's made made her not need to pay for too much weight on the suitcases. They thought it was fun that she was so interested in books. And... Um, so I lost the the home and and it was like one it was in the summer my daughter was yeah, visiting me and it was very very hot and we have a fan we have an old fan a very bad fan and uh, I had uh, I had uh, a school in the evenings uh, from Monday to Wednesday I think and uh, I was away uh, into the school and uh, we live in a, a bad area the worst in the United States bad area very criminal and uh, I don't understood. Today I should never have left my daughter, but that was money I got to to go into a class. So I needed that money, and so I was away. And when I come home uh, a day, and my daughter was happy, and she said, "Guess what happened?" When you were away to the school, she say, "I." It was uh, three men that was knocking on my do- on the door, and I open. It's a uh, scary today that she opened the door. It could be a man that should rape her, or kill her, or whatever, in that area. It was no strange uh, to do that. And then I also had been a rave party in that that home. So there could have been people that looking for drugs in my home. And But she opened and they have with them a fan, a, a modern fan in 2002 it was with a 
this co control to the, to sit in in the chair and, and control the fan. This uh, remote control is very expensive, and they have they have placed that in in our window, and it was very cold in the house. And uh, I say to my daughter, who was it? Did they say who they were? But she said they didn't say anything. They only placed the, the fan in the window and then they took the other, this big heavy fan with them. And they say I'd, we didn't need that. Uh, so that was very strange that it was like angels that come. We didn't know who they were, and we live in that very poor criminal area. And so it was much going on. Uh, I was uh, out in the evenings uh, and uh, to the church, to the Bible classes also, when I didn't have the the ordinary class, and uh, they they called me the pastor. People in that area, so I was n never frightened to walk uh, there in the area in the night. I took away all my jewelers. I have a, a cross. Nicholas cross and I, I took it inside the clothes so they never saw my jewelers. So I look poor when I walk and, and hello pastor they say to me because in that area it was I, I don't drink wine but I drink wine in, in Sweden sometimes. And um, one day uh, it was, we should have like a party uh, for we that working for Lily Vernon. And, uh, and then I, I didn't, it doesn't, uh, we didn't have the party. Well, they didn't want me to come to the party. It was black people that had a party. And uh, I'd be a little angry. So I go to the store and bought me small, two small bottles of wine. And I have not been drinking for many, many years. So those two small cheap wine bottles they uh, when i wake up in the morning next day i had so much hangover very very hangover and uh, i feel guilty for against god that i have done this but i say to god it was many many years since i was drinking wine and wanted for once of uh, uh, drinking and taste what the uh, American wine tastes like.
and then I walked to the store for to to buy soda. And on the way, it was a very very hot day, and on my way, I the, it was uh, before my daughter come to United States. Uh, on my way to the store, there was a a woman that uh, she have uh, helped me when it was Christmas time. I'm sorry that I jump a little here. She have uh, helped me in Christmas time. We were lay. I was laying in a condemned house, and it uh, there was no electricity. So it was freezing cold. I thought I should die of the cold in the home. I was freezing so much in the nights. And uh, in the Christmas time, the shelter, those soup, soup kitchen where I go and eat, they they are closed in Christmas, Christmas day, and uh, the only I got was two sandwich with peanuts, butter and jam on, and and that was it. For the whole uh, Christmas day and Christmas next day also, and um, and I I was ha- so very very hungry, but uh, this woman she have heard about me, that I was laying in the condemned house with any no food at at all to eat in Christmas time. Uh, Christmas Day there, and she there was coming a, a person that told me that I should go home to her, to this woman, and uh, I could pick a Christmas dinner. She had done Christmas dinner, so she gave me much food that, that lasts for three days for me to eat. And uh, and I was so happy that I, I I could get a little Christmas. And um, then was it the, the summer? I passed by her, the house, and she was sitting outside with some friends, and have a cooler with soda in it, and she called me and said, Eva. Do you want a soda? And of course I wanted a soda. I was hangover. So I go up to her terrace. She sat outside the terrace. And uh, she, I sit down at the terrace. And uh, this woman, she she was in wheelchair. And, and she couldn't walk at all. And she say to me that she had done a surgery on her legs. And she said it doesn't look so good if they fail in the, uh, in the surgery. They couldn't help me. And now I, I'm very much pain in my legs. Then 
suddenly I heard a voice in the air just to go down on my knees and touch her legs, say the voice, and that was God I heard. I know his voice, and it was God that telling me to go down and touch her legs. And when I go down, I close to her legs, I saw she was very dark in her skin, and it it was wound open from from the hips and down to her to her feet on the both sides she have open open line of wound and it was yellow in it and the legs was swollen very very big legs she had and I lay my hand on on the legs and she felt those energy that I have in me in my hands and she left because she was not in the church and she didn't believe in God but she left and say to her friends look look for the, what Eva is doing she laughed and uh, and then I went up and sit again on the in the chair, and then suddenly the mailman come with a letter to this woman, and in the letter it says that she she could never go walk again. Uh, she they have given her the wheel, wheelchair for a lifetime. She will. She would sit in the wheelchair for the rest of her life. And uh, that's also a special thing that happened, that she got this. So that was a letter that they have failed also. But uh, I knew it was God that talked to me. And I knew that I had a healing in me. So on Monday I go to her home and uh, I wonder how it was after the healing and um, she took me in in her home and she said, Eva, Eva, do you know what happened in the night after you lay your hands on my legs? She said, we, my mother and I, we have to, to take uh, and change the blanket in the bed, three times, and because there was so much water coming out from my body, and uh, and we had, I have to change the clothes five times, because it was wet. Everything was wet. It was so much water. And then, um, and then another day, I come to her home and she's complaining. She said, I have so much pain. What have you done? She said, was angry at me. And I say to her, in the spirit way, I say to her, that's uh, your body that is healing. It it's pain because it's going 
together the wounds you have in your body and your legs start to to be healed so you can walk that's a pain I say to her so she calmed down and then um, I met her uh, some weeks later and uh, she was uh, up and walking with a stick uh, in her hand only and she could walk and then and then uh, Two, three weeks later on, I met her again, and she was sitting in the wheelchair. And that confused me a lot. What have she done? That God have taken taking it back, the healing. And, uh, and she laughed very much in her wheelchair, and she have her mother with her, and... She said, Eva, Eva, come, I will tell you something. <laughs> and she said, you know, I'm, I have not been walking in 15 years. And uh, and I I didn't know when I did my bed, I I walk in into the stands, the bed stands with my feet and I broke three toes on my right right foot she say and I be, and we laugh so much it's a, it was healing going on and then when my daughter was was uh, visit me i we were walking down to this woman uh, for her to meet my daughter and when when we come to the house the that woman she was playing football uh, soccer uh, with some kids and she had no sticks she could walk normally and uh, she said to my daughter look m- your mother have healed me but I knew that she didn't know God. So I said to her that that was not me that healed you. That was God that healed you. So I don't know because I lost my home. So I have to move to a shelter again after my daughter left. So I don't know what was going on in her life. But she lived in Portsmouth. And after that, the healing was, that's when people call me, call me pastor. And uh, there was some people coming to me and asked me for healing. And I did some that i going to talk about in my next episode in this about my life under God. Oh, there is many things that I I don't I don't I didn't understand in that time but I understand it now because I have moved forward in knowledge about God. 
and I hope you move forward uh, under God. Uh, I thought it should not become any visitor, no host for heaven, but it seems like they always are here. The it's not so so uh, hard on me. It's something else. It's something else that is not so touching like before. <laughs> it's only me, she say, uh, waving. It's a young girl, a slim young girl. Uh, I I ask her what she want, what she want to say, and she say I want only to say, they all always say only. They are so humble, and. Uh, She's to, she's showing me a butterfly, and uh, she says it's so, some small, like butterfly, that you can see in your garden, and it's not butterfly. But we look like butterfly when we're flying around. She's saying there is some of you that 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 have seen butterflies around you. And and she she tell to not touch them. It's only beautiful to see that we that flying around in your place to we observe in that way you we listen and look at what's going on and we have got the, those wings to fly even if we like now I have no wings I I look like I look like you when I was on earth. Um, she wants to tell you that that uh, those butterflies you should look at them and there because there was angels that is coming through. It's not uh, animals. It's a, it's a spirit of your ancestors. There's a spirit of your sister and the spirit of your brother that's flying as a butterfly. <laughs> as, as I, she says... Uh, 
she is so young. She is so. She, I see her running around with the butterflies. I play with the butterflies, but I never touch them. She's saying. <laughs> she, uh, she is. She can be about sixteen, seventeen years old, young girl. And she's saying this about the sign of your ancestors that they are with you. They they can come through like butterflies, she say. But not touch them. <laughs> she's because she's so young she's she say that. Now I'm going, she said. So, bye. <laughs> That's why it was not so touched. I was not so touched because she was so young and running around like dancing. So... <laughs> So thank you for for watch, watching. I am not on YouTube now, but uh, I hope you you want to watch some of my live broadcastings that I have done that I have stored to YouTube. YouTube. So there you can see when some. Uh, I get contact with some some uh, spirits. Uh, I have uh, Jesus Christ coming through sometimes, and and uh, his mother Mary, and um, another. You should uh, watch those YouTube my YouTube channel also, there is much message for you to learn from. So thank you and God bless you. I hope you're coming back again and listen. I love you, God loves you. We all love you. <laughs>